You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Save a Pooch on Pet Life Radio. I am your host, Beverly Isla. Thank you for tuning in today. This week, we will discuss out-of-the-box methods some veterinarians use to help treat and rehabilitate animals. And this special group of people are called holistic veterinarians. And I personally have seen some dire situations that they have successfully treated. And I can't emphasize enough how worth it it is to have a holistic vet to be part of your dog's healthcare team. Today, we have Dr. Charles Loop with us to explain how he applies holistic methods in his veterinarian practice. In fact, more than half his new patients have cancer and most of them have increased quality of life. So when we get back from these messages, we'll have Dr. Charles, a veterinarian of 32 years, share his knowledge on the root of longevity in in our canine companions. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Tired of wasting money on giant boxes of litter that don't work and don't last? Switch to World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter with concentrated power. So even a small bag lasts one cat 30 days. Outstanding odor control, quick clumping, lightweight. It's even flushable. World's Best Cat Litter. Everything else is just litter. Find it near you at www.itsnotjustlitter.com. That's www.itsnotjustlitter.com. Hi, Jill. I see you and Bella are enjoying this lovely day as well. It's a perfect day for a walk. Isn't that right, Bella? And what a colorful ID tag you have, Bella. It certainly puts my Rusty's boring engraved tag to shame. Isn't it great? It's a dog tag art tag. Dog tag art? Yeah. Dog tag art makes the world's coolest pet ID tags. Pick from hundreds of cute designs or upload your photos or artwork to create a unique tag of your own. They even give you four lines of text on the back of the tag for important contact information. I love it! But do they hold up? We have to replace Rusty's metal tags so often because the information wears away. Dog tag art tags are some of the highest quality pet tags out there. They're made with super durable stainless steel. Your information is always legible and the tags are guaranteed for life. Well, I'm sold. Where can I get my dog tag art tag for Rusty? Dogtagart.com Sounds great! We can't wait to get online and get a tag of our own. Dogtagart.com We keep best friends together. Use the coupon code RADIO for a 25% discount off any tag. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to Save a Pooch. We are talking with Dr. Charles Loops, a holistic veterinarian that's maintained a successful practice mainly by referrals. Thank you for taking some time to talk with us. You are one of my heroes, Dr. Charles. Sure, glad to be here. Now, for those that may not be familiar with the term holistic vet, can you quickly explain what that means and why you decided to adopt an alternative model over Western approaches? Sure, I'll be glad to. I guess holistic medicine, whether it's holistic veterinary medicine or holistic human medicine, kind of an umbrella term. And there are many forms of holistic medicine. Yes. Homeopathy is one, acupuncture is another, 
types of energy healing, types of herbal healing, some chiropractic. All of these different what we call modalities can be considered holistic medicine. Right. It's what makes them holistic is the fact is we look at the patient as a whole. So we look at both the mental, emotional, and physical symptoms makeup of that patient and Mm -hmm. every aspect of those three levels of what potentially could be imbalanced go into the decision of of how to treat them and, and what to give them. So unlike Western medicine, which subdivides into sections of the body or mental disease versus physical disease, and right. then you specialist who, who really only deals with that section of disorder. We look at the patient as a whole and, and don't make those divisions. And that's because we don't see health or disease as just affecting any one part. Everything is connected and everything, right. everything is affected on each level whenever there's an imbalance. Okay, so I guess uh, I don't want to really knock anything on the Western part, but you're saying that they kind of treat the body as a more segregated unit rather than uh, one, right? Exactly. I mean, you can have a physical problem, but if you're also having uh, some type of an emotional or mental problem, usually Mm -hmm. you would be referred to a specialist to handle that aspect rather than your general practitioner. And, And likewise, if there are situations where a general practitioner for a physical reason is going to refer you to a specialist just because he's more of a generalist. Right, right. Holistic practitioners are all generalists, but we don't see the basis of of disease as being confined to just the physical, for instance. So when I have a patient that I am trying to determine what homeopathic remedy to give them, it's just as important that I understand their mental health and emotional health as it is to understand whatever their physical problem might be. Because exactly. Yes, I completely understand. Like I studied homeopathic medicine, I, so I completely understand where you're coming from. And it's not often I see veterinarians particularly doing uh, homeopathy. I've seen Chinese medicine, acupuncture, chiropractic for animals. You particularly focus on homeopathy. So can you tell us how does homeopathy address the serious cases? Like let's say you've got a rescue dog in severely bad shape physically and mentally. In comparison to Western approach, how would homeopathy address that dog? Well, homeopathy has some very powerful remedies for, for accidents and disorders of trauma. Arnica Montana, which is probably Love that. Yeah, most well-known homeopathic remedy, is a tremendous remedy for treating shock. And in the case of, of animals that have had severe trauma, if taken to a homeopathic veterinarian, for instance, what we call very high potencies of Arnica can totally reduce shock And I've seen it so many times. Uh, And it will reduce shock much quicker than the standard Western medicine approaches of putting them on IV fluids and treating them with steroids and other medications. So so that's one example of, of where it comes into play. It also, in those traumatic situations, there are other remedies such as hypericum, which can be very useful for pain control. And it gives very quick pain relief, instant pain relief. So it's much different than than the drugs. Not that the drugs aren't helpful and useful, 
I didn't say any. <laughs> but these are things that can really be used in addition to that. So, so or in place of, depending on what, what your practice is like. Yeah, exactly. Like Arnica, I mean, a lot of people know about Arnica. And I, I honestly was the, it's the first thing that comes to mind when it comes to um, like injuries. And some people even compare it to, oh, it's the uh, alternative Advil. But mental shock, I mean, I haven't really seen that offhand, so that's good to know. Well, it absolutely will restore normal blood flow in a really? okay situation. It really will. And uh, Arnica is so useful in really in any situation. You can, any time there's any type of trauma, you can always give Arnica first and then decide what you want to do next. But you'll never go wrong with taking a dose or giving a dose of Arnica right away. And the sooner you do it after trauma, the better it works, uh, which okay. is another interesting characteristic of it. Now, just to ask a question that some people may be asking right now is, do they have to bring the dog to a holistic vet to give them Arnica, or can they just do it themselves? No, absolutely. I, I mean, most people who are familiar with homeopathy will have Arnica always available. People keep it in the glove compartment of their car, somewhere where it's in easy reach. And if, if something happens on the way of an injury to your dog or cat, on the way to the vet or before you leave for the vet, Sure. Uh, okay. You'll see a big difference. Now, with the pellets, because they usually come in the form of pellets, and I have been using pellets on uh, some of my foster dogs, but some of them just don't, they know it's so small, but they know it's there, they won't really um, let it stay in their mouth. <laughs> so. Sure, sure. Well, what we normally do with the pellets is crush them, and the easiest way to do that, if you take an index card or a firm piece of paper, a little thickened piece of paper, and uh-huh. just make a fold in it, you can drop a couple of pellets in the fold and just yes. tap it with a glass or something heavy and crush them. And then you can pour it right in the side of their mouth. Oh, okay. Or you can moisten the end of your finger and dip it in the powder and just rub it across their gums. So this is a very quick way to give it without worrying about whether they're going to spit the pellets out or not. Okay, that's a good tip. That is and definitely if you have time, you can always drop a pellet or two in a teaspoon of water and that would dissolve within a few minutes and then you can just use the liquid as the remedy dose. So that's another another way to do it. Perfect. That is great. That is great. Now, can you give us an example of a case you've taken? Should you not have taken the homeopathic approach, the outcome would not have been as um, successful? Well, I think for one thing, just what we were speaking of, there are many cases of, of shock when I had a, a regular practice where I would see animals that had been hit by cars. There's no doubt in my mind that that the application of arnica and other remedies in those high trauma situations have saved their life. Oh. They've responded before you could have, have ever had time to get an IV going and support Really? Them. And, of course, we would still do that. But what the high-potency doses of arnica would do would give you that immediate response, stabilize them enough while you're... Oh. While you're setting them up for more conventional approaches. This type of trauma care with, with Arnica is used with people pretty extensively in, in hospitals, many hospitals in Europe. We don't have many in this country that, that utilize homeopathy in a hospital scene, but it can be a, a very, very effective method. Most wow. of my practice is not involving trauma. Most of mine deals with chronic disease. Yes, yes, we're actually, um, that is... By that, I mean chronic disease like kidney disease in cats or 
or certainly cancer or, or liver disease. And many of these chronic conditions, there are no effective Western medicines. And you've tried that? Oh, yeah, many times. I mean, oh. we, for instance, there really are not conventional treatments for, for the chronic, so-called chronic progressive kidney disease in cats. Really? But we, okay. we can very effectively slow down this progression with homeopathic treatment. So it's made a huge difference for many cats. Perfect. That's so actually that's what um, I want to actually get into. But right now, we do have to take a break to get right after these messages. We will get back to you. So we'll continue with our topic right after these messages from our sponsors. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the Pet Expo. Active for Pets is a new wellness platform and app that helps pet parents save time and money on their vet bills. Stop paying for unnecessary vet treatments. Consult with a vet online. Get unlimited access to your pet's entire health history from any computer or smartphone with the Active for Pets app. Vaccinations, medications, test results, and more. Active 4 Pets gives you access to a team of expert vets for non-emergency care. Make an appointment before, during, or after office hours. Skip the waiting room and get a secure online vet consult on your schedule. Taking care of your pets is as easy as it gets with Active 4 Pets. Ready to try Active 4 Pets? Listeners get 40% off a one-year membership. To get this great offer, use promo code PETLIFE on the sign-up page of Active4Pets.com. That's A-C-T-I-V, the number 4, P-E-T-S dot com. Or call 888-512-2848. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Save a Pooch. We are talking with holistic veterinarian Dr. Charles Loops on treating our canine companions as well as our feline or any other animals in a holistic way. Um, Now, before the break, you were mentioning about treating chronic diseases in cats. And I do see your practice receives a lot of cancer cases. And I just wanted you to explain a a bit about that. Like, why do you think that's a trend? Well, I think there's always been an interest in other ways to treat cancer. Uh, For one reason, Cancer is such a scary disease, and I think many of the treatments for cancer are quite scary in and of themselves. I think radiation therapy and chemotherapy are are certainly treatments that everyone realizes they're toxic, they have side effects. It's not something one puts their animal in that situation without giving it a lot of thought. 
The yes. other the other aspect of more conventional treatments is they are so expensive, and more and more they parallel the kind of expensive treatments that are there for human medicine. So I can imagine. People, yeah, many people can't afford these choices, and many people mm-hmm. choose not to put their cat or dog through chemotherapy or through radiation. So this is one reason they look for alternatives. So, And this seems to be happening more and more, and I think it's more and more because there are more alternatives out there and more effective alternatives. We certainly, as practitioners of homeopathy, don't have high percentage successes in curing cancer, but we do. Oh, you do not? We do not, no. I don't think there's any route of medicine, whether it's Western or holistic, that consistently cures cancer. Right, right. But what we do, what we're able to do in many situations is to give better quality of life. Absolutely. Longer life to our patients. And many times with dogs and cats, if we can do this and give them another year or two or three, for many dogs and cats, this brings them to the length of their normal lifespan anyway. So even even though we haven't cured it, we've basically given and made their last few years of life much more normal than what it would have been without homeopathic treatment. And that is a success. It is a success, right, exactly. So much of the time we, we do less, and that's true of all forms of medicine. I know canine cancer is huge. Have you treated that with just Western in the past before you got into homeopathy? Sure, sure. For about 10 years, I had a a regular veterinary practice. So I essentially dealt with all the problems I deal with today and Uh dealt with them strictly as a a traditional veterinarian. And this was, I guess, one of the biggest reasons how I came to find homeopathy and how I looked for another alternative and came out of a large frustration with not being able to help so many patients. And I felt Mm -hmm. like there must be other avenues of treatment. So as I was looking around, I I discovered homeopathy because there was a human homeopath in the area. And so going to that individual for myself and my wife, right. Having success in our own health, I then looked into uh, what was available for animals, and and that progressed to studying with Richard Pitcairn, who is probably the oh, I love that guy. That's awesome. American uh, holistic veterinarian. So from there, I uh, started using it in my practice, and as I saw more and more positive results compared to the results that I had uh, been able to achieve previously, I, over a period of several years, decided that this was what I wanted to do. And about 1990, 1991, that is basically the only kind of medicine I've used. That's amazing. But you do still integrate Western alongside of it. I integrate Western all the time. And I, and I treat a lot of cancer patients that are also having chemotherapy Chemo? or radiation. Uh... Uh, there are many things also we can do with homeopathic treatment to, to help with the side effects of these other therapies. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I do want to touch on, um, whew, this is a controversial uh, issue, but let's just uh, get it out of the way here. So uh, vaccinations, I know so many people that either will refuse to take it either for themselves or their dogs, and there's some that, that are obviously still doing it. What is your opinion on that? Should I not? Should I continue? What is your your take? 
Well, there's the huge area, of course, and it's probably yes. an area that you could devote many radio shows to. I know. Um, I guess there are a couple of very obvious answers to that question that I completely know to be true. One is the aspect of booster vaccination. So every pet we, needs this particular one? Well, dogs have a have a series of vaccines that oh, they okay. get as puppies that are called core vaccines. And okay. distemper and parvo are, are probably the most two common mm-hmm. diseases we protect against. In cats, it's feline distemper or, or panleukopenia. So these vaccines, when given to a puppy or a dog that is older than 13, 14 weeks of age, are really long-lasting vaccines. And for most dogs and most cats, and by most, I mean well beyond 90%, these vaccines will last a lifetime. So the question of booster vaccinations, and there are studies, challenge studies that have been done to show this, there really is no basis for follow-up booster vaccination. In fact, the trend and the, the recommendations from the majority of veterinary schools currently are that booster vaccinations not be given annually, but be given no more frequently than every three years. Now, okay. three years is a bit of an arbitrary. I think you could say every five years, and it would be really just the same. For okay. most dogs okay. and cats, they're going to last longer than three years or five years. So what a lot of veterinarians are suggesting and what a lot of people are taking advantage of because they're still a little insecure about this fact because for the last 40 or 50 years, everybody's been told you need to have your dog or cat vaccinated every year. Yeah, um, yes. People are having blood samples drawn from their pets, and they're running what they call titers, which show whether or not they have immunity to distemper, parvo, or in the case of cats, panleukopenia. So this is a way you can follow up on this. Now, what I found in my practice is that they always have immunity. I'm completely at ease with not giving booster vaccinations. Of course, the other issue is with rabies. Rabies is a legal issue in the majority of states, if not all states. After they've had two vaccinations, those vaccines are good for three years, so you only Mm -hmm. need to do a three-year booster. However, we also know that rabies vaccinations last much longer than three years also, and there is a current study that's being conducted by Gene Dodson immunologist in California that soon will come out with results showing that these vaccines last greater than five and six years. So really the main issue is too many pet owners are uh, bringing their pets for too many shots when it's not necessary. Is that correct? They are having too many vaccinations and the other side of the coin is that we in the holistic community Uh, know that vaccines are not innocuous, that vaccines are truly an assault on the immune system, particularly when they're given over and over again, generation after generation. They really do cause many immune-related problems, and we believe Mm. why we see so much immune-related disease, such as skin allergies. Right, right. And you have to put cancer in this category as well. Wow. Yeah, that's where the, uh, the controversy um, lies is <laughs> exactly what you just mentioned. So in your opinion, that is a problem with vaccinations. Absolutely. And of course, I don't believe it's controversial. I know mm-hmm. that 
this is a, a real issue. Okay, okay. Now, for um, just to explain a bit about how exactly it is harmful to the body versus it protecting the body, like what's your take? Like, how do you explain that to somebody that doesn't necessarily understand how vaccinations work with well, the body? The vaccinations certainly have a place in the face of a disease, uh-huh. particularly in the face of a potentially fatal disease. Okay. The problem with, and there are many problems with vaccinations, but taking, for instance, the canine vaccination, the one for dogs, yeah. generally have five or six different modified disease agents in them. So when okay. you give this vaccination, you're not being exposed to one disease. You're being exposed or, or the Multiple. dog is exposed mm. to five or six different diseases at one time. Right. And not only are they being exposed to those modified diseases at one time, but they're being exposed to them by injection, where the disease agent, even though it's been killed or modified, is being directly injected into the skin, into your body, into your bloodstream. This is not the natural way we are exposed to disease. We have a whole layer of defenses that protect us mm. against disease that are bypassed right. when you inject it directly into the body. So what this does, it forces our deeper immune system to react without any assistance from the earlier barriers a disease agent would have gone through. Gotcha. And it has to react to all these diseases at the same time. Yeah, so definitely not completely, natural. Completely unnatural. And when this is done repetitively, a number of times in a puppy, for instance, where you're giving this vaccine every three weeks, and then you continue to repeat it every year. Yeah, um, yeah. You can understand how the, the immune system is having to cope with something that it's really not designed by nature to deal with. Yes, okay. That is very logical. And thank you so much, Dr. Charles, for coming on and letting pet owners know that um, holistic health and homeopathy is a great option to consider. And if you'd like to know more about Dr. Charles' work, there are articles on cancer vaccinations on his website, Charles Loops, C-H-A-R-L-E-S-L-O-O-P-S dvm.com. And those are um, the articles I've, that you've written or studied, I'm, I'm assuming? Right. They are. Many of the ones I've written are one. Some I've written just for the website. Great. Great. Thank you so much, Dr. Charles. We're out of time. And sure. I'd like to thank you and our show producer, Mark Winter, for making the show possible. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for a show, please email me at beverly at petliferadio.com. So until then, spread animal compassion. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.